Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, everybody. You're listening to Allegedly Bravo. I'm your host, Lauren, and this is going to be part two of my Jen Shaw sentencing series. If you guys listened to last week's episode, I sat down with Matt Durkin, who was in the courtroom with me while Jen Shaw was getting sentenced. I have the freaking chills, okay? The chills. So if you haven't listened to that episode, Please stop and go listen to that one first, or you can listen to them out of order. It's it's really okay. These aren't very sequential. Um, but this episode, I'm sitting down with Leah from Classic Sky Tops Instagram, who I also have another podcast with called Can We Talk About? And we were in the courtroom together as well. We actually went to New York together for this purpose specifically. So Leah took very detailed notes and she has a fabulous timeline breakdown and brings a very interesting perspective that was different from mine, was different from Matt's, and I found super interesting. So please enjoy. He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Allegedly Bravo. Court is in session. I'm here with a special guest, one of my greatest friends, Leah, from my other podcast, Can We Talk About? Hello. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Good. Are you ready to talk about Jen Shaw? I have pages upon pages of notes. I mean, recording in New York. Mm -hmm. We are down in Chelsea right now. We have been here since Thursday for... The Jen Shaw sent, I mean, the Bravo gods were just looking down on us. They were completely looking down on us, and it's just been one of the most incredible experiences, mm. if not the most incredible. I Listen, I took a class from a Supreme Court justice. This was so much better than that. Like, this was so much better than that. It was, it doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem real at all. It's been two days, and it's still like, did that happen? So what Leah and I did is we woke up at the ass crack of dawn. 5.30 in the morning. And we were like, get, beat your face, get your clothes on, let's go. We looked pro-fesh to death. Mm-hmm. And we just hit, we hit the ground running. We stopped. We, we were on the streets before some of these coffee joints were even open. Yeah. I mean, we did get coffee. <laughs> of course we got coffee. I mean, I would have died without him. And the NYPD was very nice. And we asked them how to get to the courthouse. And then they go, well, why are you here? Yeah. Um. Yeah, we got to the courthouse about 7.30. About, yeah, 7.30. Because we got there a lot earlier than courthouses usually open at like 8 to 8.30. Mm-hmm. It depends on whenever their docket starts. 
they let people in a little bit early. Like, jury duty, you can get in at 8, whatever. But, like, us lay people, us little just people on the ground. Looky-loose. Us looky-loose. <laughs> By the way, did you guys know that court is open? Like, you can just go watch court. So many people were asking me that. Like, how do you get into the courtroom? Just go. You. It's like, they have, like, a TV-looking thing that's, like, um... The ones at the airport that tell you what gate you're like a monitor is at, like a monitor. And you can be like, oh, that case looks interesting. Oh, it's in courtroom 23B. Boom. And then you just go sit yeah. in courtroom 23B. No one will say shit. Nope. They can't. Nope. It's a public thing. But it was so funny when we were there. We were trying to figure out how to get in. And you could tell, like, the Bravo fans that were oh, there. Oh, yeah. It was... It was kind of funny. It was so fun. And then we were like in this little group and we're like, oh my God, are you here for this? And there was reporters that were coming in. And so we were talking to them and they were asking for statements. But did you see Jen's aunts coming in? Because I saw them. I Her whole family came in wearing oh, like morning clothes. It was, it was rough. It was rough. I feel like the first two people we saw, I wasn't too sure if it were the aunts and everything, those two women who mm-hmm. are sitting in the waiting room with us. Yeah. It turned out to be Sharif's mom and Sharif's sister. And, guys, we, all of us there, were talking about, oh, we hope she gets 10 years and this and that. And then it's like, we realized, oops, oh, about 8.50, because we were able to get in there at 8.30. And we were front of the line. Mm-hmm. But at 8.50, uh, Jen Shaw's kids showed up, black suits, and it's like, Oh, there's Jen's family sitting there. It's it's so upsetting to then remember that these are real people. Yeah. And we were giving statements to reporters and it's just it was awful. But <laughs> it was awful. Just what Jen Shaw did, I mean, they know she's going to prison. Right, that's why they're here. But it's it would be really really hard if I were her sons and it got quiet. Mhm. Um but then um, you could like hear the humming of the lights. It mm-hmm. was so quiet in that courtroom. And then the family ended up moving to the other side. Well, of I the think hallway. that was a good choice. It was a great choice. But <laughs> I have down in my notes, family smells like hospital aunt arrived at eight fifty five. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was a lot of family, a lot of black. Um, Coach Shaw showed up at approximately nine a.m. Oh, he is handsome. He is handsome. Oh, my God. Mauricio who? Mauricio Coach Shaw is. Who? He showed up in this gray-blue suit. Um, an NBC reporter went up and, like, wanted to ask him questions. And, obviously, Coach Shaw declined. Right. But, obviously. Oh, man. You want to talk about handsome. It's interesting because on TV, like, he's cute. I'm like, yeah, yeah he's cute. Like, he's a good-looking guy. But he's one of those people, like, when you see him in person, he's like a presence that sort of makes you go, wow. Oh, man. Like, I I was tingling. I was, too. <laughs> I had the fanny flutters. I'm like, oh, my God, Jen, you better hop on that dick before you get sent to prison. Oh, yeah. And then some of the Bravo fans we were sitting with, um, Eli, Matt, I mean. Acacia. Acacia. It was mainly just like, oh. They bone. They bone. They bone. You can't. No. You, it's not sweet. They have some, like, very good-looking family members. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not a, it's not an ugly family. I don't know. It's just weird to see a a family that all looks pretty. You know, usually, that's just what I'm. Like, you have one or two people. There's one or two that's like, you could have brushed your hair for this. But not in this family. Everyone was, like, in beautiful like clothing like even um like there's a guy who was wearing like a tongan skirt did you oh, see yeah him? i did see him like that was fucking cool like they had some ser- then one of her nephews had on his full military mm-hmm. like dress blues like it was really her brother her brother looked yeah i mean these people took this very seriously which i think reflected for the judge a lot because yeah. especially when you look at how Jen acts, it doesn't seem like she's taking it seriously from TV. The judge was very impressed by her sons. Yeah. I mean, her, I mean, we'll get into like inside the courtroom. We were able to get in there about 940. Mm-hmm. Um, at 915, the sketch person arrived. We were lined up by the door and informed we would come in at 930. So then... The NBC News reporter 
basically showed us a clip because he was the only one allowed to have his phone. Mm -hmm. None of us had our phones. None of us knew what time it was. We couldn't have our watches on. Like, it was lockdown. They took it. They took it all. You had to check in, and you were given this little token with a number. And they gave you the token based on after looking through all your shit. Like, they didn't even take your word for it. They were like, you have headphones. Mm, Yeah, you couldn't have your AirPods. Yeah. Which was crazy. It was crazy. You couldn't have your Apple Watch. You couldn't have anything. So, but Jen Shop, we were all talking, like, what do you think she's going to wear? Is she going to show up in full glam? Is she going to do this? Her walking past, like, she walked past us in the hall. It wasn't like she came in through a back room. Mm -hmm. She walked right past us. And in person, stunning. Yeah. Uh, Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were almost like, okay. Like, yeah. Then it was like, I mean, it was silent, though, because all the family walked in first and it felt like a funeral they it did all feel walked like a past funeral. us mm-hmm. and it was I couldn't even look like I couldn't even look at yeah. I looked at Jen obviously obviously but yeah I was yeah. like no I can't and like, we all had notepads like I'm so glad I remembered to bring a notepad I'm so glad you remembered to bring a notepad too because I had to borrow some of your paper. yeah well in this way it looked like we were actually reporters and not looky loose looky loose um so at 9.40, her attorneys went in. At 9.45, the in-house media went in. The family went in at 9.45. Um, and then there's four rows, three rows? Four, four rows of family. And this is what irritated me when everyone's like, oh, she had this lavish dinner party for 20. Ugh. Guys, all of her family was there. Yeah. like All of them. And I'm sorry. She gets to take her family out for dinner. Fuck you if she thinks... If you guys think that Jen Shaw can't feed her family because she did a bad thing, that's fucked up. And you don't know who paid for the bill. I, I'm i sure Coach Shaw paid for the bill. Like, you guys have to remember, like, Coach Shaw also has a job that pays money. Yeah. Like, come on. You can't pun it. Like, her son is in medical school. Yeah. You don't know. Maybe they were doing, like, a early, like, celebrating him. Celebrating her other son. So, like, even just him. celebrating their life. Like, who they're allowed to eat. Like Ron allow, Richards. allow her sons to have some lasting memories. Yeah. I don't understand why everyone's like, how dare she celebrate? Did she get off easy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought it was going to be a little. Oh, in the courtroom, I thought for sure. I walked in thinking eight. And then when we were in the court, I was like, okay, maybe she'll actually get 10. It was. And then she got none of those, and I was shocked. The brother was sitting right in front of us, and guys, it was so uncomfortable. I thought we were going to sit on the opposite side of them. We sat right behind them, and you saw her parents, her in-laws. Her her, therapist. Yeah. It was – there was a couple when they said friend. I'm like, oh, that one looks like a Shaw Squad member. Yeah, like like Marillo, friend. But those are friends. Like, what are you going to say? Like, fan club? Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, um, so Jen, when we got in there, Jen was sitting between Coach Shaw and the oldest son, Mm -hmm. and then her attorneys, um, some of her family kept a mask on, I noticed, Uh which probably to hide reaction, Coach Shaw did not, um, it was very, very quiet in the courtroom, um, and then it was obvious the ones that were just looky-loos. Yeah. Which, at least, be professional. Yeah. Um, at 9.55, approximately, Jen went back into the chambers with her lawyers. There was all this awkward tension, because what can you talk about? All the family's there. Right. All the family's there, and it's not like, well, okay, let's talk about this moment for a second, because on Twitter, Ron Richards was like, Jen delays proceedings for a half hour. No. That's seriously coming from an attorney such the biggest load of shit clickbait bullcrap ever and he should be ashamed of himself obviously they were in chambers even the judge said we were just in chambers discussing the motion Mm -hmm. about the um inner city press motion to unseal some of the stuff so no jen wasn't delaying the process she was literally doing what the judge told her to do and anyone who reported otherwise should be shawshamed of themselves. Yeah. It was, oh, God, Ron Richards is an idiot. <laughs> um, 
So I was expecting Heather Gay to show up. I was too. I at least. Mm-hmm. No other housewives were there. Mm-mm. Andy and a camera not there. Um, Andy and a camera. I, I needed Andy and a camera. Yeah, it was. I mean, the courtroom was full. The courtroom was full. So I heard, and you know, I wasn't about to get out of my precious seat and no. go check it out. But I heard there was a whole other courtroom that they had. Like streaming the process. That's crazy. Yeah, and that that was filled with people. Probably. Yeah. Pro. But I did count. There's 22 friends and family members there. So for everyone going, how dare she celebrate? It wasn't like it was a party. Right. Everyone flew in for that. And you get dinner. You get dinner. If you go to your friends or family's like sentencing hearing and you like fly away for it and like. It's uncomfortable and awkward, and also you're then on TV. Like, you deserve yeah. a meal. You don't know which one of those family members are going to be passed away by the time she gets out. Yeah. Like, I, it's just crazy that we're even sitting here justifying that these people ate dinner. Like, that's we, crazy. I mean, we didn't even go to some, we went to some nice places while we've been here. Yeah. And just for us, it's like, good God. Right. I mean, the dinner we had last night was like 350 bucks. Yeah. For three, I mean, granted, it was also a drag show. Right. Like, a dinner right. and a show. And I'm sure these, like, I'm sure the restaurant that the that they went to was, like, upscale. I mean, it's yeah. New York. Well, look yeah. at, we went to Oscar Wilde. Yeah. And then when we went to Jasper's. Yeah. In, um, where? Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. I mean, that was. Expensive. Things happen. Yeah. And dinners are more expensive than lunch. So, that. Yeah. And Get I'm off not, my jock with that. I'm not defending her, but also let a bitch eat. I'm going to, I will be defending Jen Shaw on this dinner. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm team Jen on this one. Sorry. Let her have a nice family dinner and think about the sons. And you know what? And then I hope she woke up and she ate fucking breakfast too. Like it is what it is. She got sentenced. But yeah. so, um, they were in the back room for, yeah, almost a long time. It wasn't until I'm like, God, what time is it? I look behind me and, oh, there's a clock. Oh, all of a sudden. <laughs> the oh. first clock in the whole city. Um, let's see. There was a huge binder that was then set on the judge's mm-hmm. bench. What What's in the binders? So that binder was all the things that Jen wanted that judge to consider for her sentencing. It was a massive binder. So that's like her... Her proof of character. But that was from just her defense. And then the prosecutors had one and not as full. That binder is, this is why, like, yeah. this is who she's victimized and this is why she's bad. But, Which, that's interesting, though, too, that that binder was less full. Because remember when the prosecutor got up and he said, this case, it would have taken us over a month just to put on the government's evidence. Yeah. But then their binder wasn't very big. But maybe they just Well, I guess they didn't need it all because she pled guilty. But um, at 10.30, the judge came in, um, introduced the prosecuting team first, and then introduced Jen Shaw's team. Um, And then he did explain they had been meeting for some unsealed documents. Mm -hmm. Um, Some materials were redacted. But the discussion was sealed but resulted public per judge. Mm Mm-hmm. At 10.35, he read what he was considering for the sentence. Um, and I didn't understand any of this. So there's guidelines that uh-huh. they go off of just from previous cases or so it's the charges. Like, it's like each each crime has its own punishment. And there's like this chart that you can use mm-hmm. that calculates what the appropriate punishment is for this particular defendant based on their criminal history like, how many criminal points they have. Like, if they've had a criminal pass, like, then their sentence goes longer, like, from the start mm-hmm. of it. But basically, the point of guideline sentencing is, like, the law wants to put forward something that's, like, if you do this crime, you can make sure, like, you'll know that you're going to go to jail for, like, anywhere in between X and Y. Like, five years and 35 years. So that there's no surprises. like, okay. And so that you don't, like, steal a pack of gum and next thing you know you're, like, being executed for it. You know? Because what if you have a crazy judge? Yeah. So the guideline sentencing is, like, a way to apply the appropriate sentence for every person who commits that crime. I – as soon as he started saying that and he said, I'm not going to do the, you know, the max, like mm-hmm. – 
he made it clear he was not going to sentence her right to 135 months which hmm so then i have my note the government has a smaller black binder um and then i have in here the prosecutors reminded judge of letter from january 4th cf651 so that must have been the individual one oh Mm -hmm. okay okay and truthfully i think that that individual number one letter didn't impact the judge's sentence at all. No. And I think that that letter more so was filed by the government as a way to invoke emotion in the public. That's my feeling. Yeah. I have no idea. I, you know, I did read, I think Bravo and Cocktails had something that this judge had a history of being lenient, lenient, mm-hmm. which I wanted her to have like Judge Judy ask i mean but that judge ended up being i think it was even more brutal that he was like mean to her on the record oh then it would have been to be like you have 10 years and not say anything mean to her on he the was mm. yeah but um so the i have in here jen's team has no further objections to the pre-sentence report mm-hmm. and then at 10 40 there was a presentation of the parties mm-hmm. um this is when the judge states not to intend to sentence to over 135 months um Okay, and this is where my eye roll, and I was sitting next to Matt, and, like, we could just feel our eye rolls. Mm -hmm. The judge feels how she is on a show is a character role-playing, feels it is scripted, and she was playing a role. Jen Shaw was not acting. No, Jen Shaw was not acting. And then he's, like, saying that, like, I wrote this part down. Character on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is just a show with role-playing an acting, heavily scripted operation. Her character on TV won't be taken into consideration because this has nothing to do with reality. Which is shocking to me. because I was ev- hurt by it. I was very hurt. Like, you're going to sit here, Judge? Like, I didn't do anything wrong. Why are you telling me everything I'm watching is fake? <laughs> I'm not the one on trial here. Like, is it produced? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But that $80,000 party she threw for Meredith. She threw that. She threw it. Her clothes, her everything, what she said, you would, you're really going to, it's going to take a lot for anybody to convince me that any one of these ladies is such a good actress that they could literally pull this craziness off. Like, if that's true, if this is all scripted. And Jen Shaw threw Angie's shoes into the ocean, like, and had that breakout, like, off a script. That is some impeccable acting. Like, why is she not doing a career for that? Exactly. Like, forget telefraud. Like, go film a movie. Like, Jennifer Lawrence who? I, no, truly, Jennifer Lawrence who? She hasn't been around in forever. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence where? (laughs) But you could feel... Like, all the Bravo fans' hearts, like, mm-hmm. being crushed when he said that. It was like, I was like, I object. How dare you? I know. Beast. Beast. <laughs> you beast. You beast. But, so at 10.43, um, Shaw's lawyer went to the podium. hmm The judge ate her ass. The judge? Oh, my God. I wanted wonderful. to, like, go up behind her and just, like, rub her back and be like, you're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why the guy didn't get up there. I mean, the girl, the girl lawyer. She had it together. Though. She did. Mm-hmm. But man, he interrupted her so much. This is what I wonder because she didn't seem ready to be interrupted. No. Which I find interesting because all the trials that I've been to, the judge interrupted every single time. So I feel like you should kind of expect it. It was weird to me. Okay, when she first got up there, she introduced everybody. Everybody. And this is what I don't know. I don't know if it was reported that they did this because, good Lord, I lived it. I don't need to read. Right. I know. (laughs) The reports. But, I mean, she and, like, everyone raised their hand. And identified themselves. And the judge said, hello, welcome to, like, every single one. And he... God, he was so impressed by the sons. He was really impressed. Yeah. He just, I mean, her attorney team, her defense team, 
genius mm-hmm. having all that family there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, I think that's the reason it got sentenced less because it was. She needed that. It was a smart move. Um, but then it was weird to me. Did you think for a minute, like if you didn't know it was her defense lawyer. That she was going to like flip over on her and yes. be like, this woman is an insane person who stole from a lot of people. Yeah. I said innocent people who lost money, very empathetic to what the victims lost. Like, all this stuff. But then yeah. she goes, but those victims never spoke to Jen. Exactly. And I was like, whoa. Like, So because there wasn't direct uh, communication. Yeah, like, then fuck you. Well, yeah. Like, she starts with stating, we're here for the victims. I'm like. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, like, it was. It was shocked. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> shocking. And then. Yeah, she tried to argue the victims never spoke to Jen, and Judge interrupted, stating she was too high up in the scam. And you know what? The thing that makes this one, because she goes, the victims never spoke to her, and the judge literally said to the attorney, that actually cuts against her. Yeah. Like, you, what you think you're doing isn't what you're doing here. Yeah. It was... Guys, the tension in the room when the judge was like... Like, I literally, my jaw was like... Oh. I, if I would have had a wiener, it, I would have had a hard on. Oh, yeah. Wow. I was so turned on by that oh judge. I was like, yeah. But listen, that's just something about me. I'm, I'm drawn to power. <laughs> oh, God. But so I have in quotes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. She was too important. She was a leader in this conspiracy. And then her lawyer agreed. Yeah. Like, and then talks about Jen's working class upbringing. And apparently Jen has been praying for the victims and can never forgive herself. And so she gets on her knees and says their names every single night. I doubt it. And the judge asked about if she's still selling the free Jen merchandise. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I think there was a laughter. Like, I think someone did chuckle. Well, because it was shocking. Like, I wasn't ready for it. And I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And then when he's just like, because she was saying, like, um, she reads the name of the people. She prays for them. Um, She has, she deals with the whip of her own remorse, which I really liked that, was that a good sentence. One. That's a good sentence. Mm-hmm. But then to go with, right from the whip of her own remorse to be like, oh, excuse me. But is she still selling shirts? Like the free gin merchandise? Yeah. And someone someone i heard go like it was a it because it was so it was not it was a random time to say that (laughs) like and you could almost just like you almost just felt so embarrassed for her attorney at this point i know but her attorney took it like a champ and And her attorney was like yes she actually is no longer selling that and she's gonna turn all the money over to Mm -hmm. the victims and yeah. the judge was like, but she didn't turn it over to the victims yet, right? Yeah. And, and they go, no, the government hasn't gotten the money yet. Yeah. Which, hmm. okay. Um, and, like, I was looking at Jen during this, and she had, she was motionless. Oh, yeah. I had a great view of Coach Shaw, which <laughs> I ain't mad about. Yeah. But Jen just looked straight ahead. Yeah. She didn't turn to her lawyer. She didn't do anything. She sat stoic. Yeah. She kind of had to and her younger son at one point i was watching him as well he had his arm around one of his grandmas Mm. like he just you could tell he was like holding her hand and just comforting yeah um and then they talked about tier a and tier two 
Yes. What's that? So I don't know if you remember, like in the very beginning of this thing, the government released that structure where they're uh-huh. like, oh, and Jen's at the top. Like she's like the top of the okay. tier A. Well, Jen's attorney was trying to be like, well, actually, we think she's tier two. Like, she's the one underneath that. Like, there's no way. Because remember, the government made a whole new tier. Like, oh, there was yeah. tier one, yeah, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, A. And, like, A was the tier they put Jen in. Like, you're the the top of the market. The cream here. of the crop. Yeah. So, that was what that was about. Like, the government mm-hmm. was trying to say, or the defense attorney was trying to say, oh, She's probably tier two. Like, she's really not as high up. Yeah. Didn't buy it for a second. But then her lawyer did say she, Jen did deserve significant time. Yeah. So then it's like. You uh, have to fall on your sword, though. Like, you can't just get up there and be like, she deserves nothing. Like, she's so good. Give her probation. Like, you have to fall on your sword. But I love that she goes, the reason that Jen did this is complicated. I know. What? And it's like, okay. What's so complicated? And then arguing she had a void and self-esteem, mm-hmm. and she filled them with trinkets. With <laughs> trinkets. And then she goes, heading towards a life of glamour or luxury, running away from feeling less than. She defrauded herself into thinking she looked like a million bucks. <laughs> she convinced herself she was doing no harm. She told herself lies. I was, oh my God, I was so... <laughs> I just wanted to go bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) Like, and when they said trinkets, I'm like. The trinkets. The trinkets. Like, these are not little, like. (laughs) Like, I just imagine, like, going into a thimble store. I know. Look at these little trinkets. Oh, my God. Trinkets everywhere. But the judge was, like, not here for the trinkets. There's actually a store back home in Arkansas that's called Trinkets. That's It's cute. a clothing store. That's a I'm cute never going to be able to look at it again. <laughs> I know, without being Jen wanting everything inside. But, yeah, and her TV show to hide her empty reality. Fake it till she make it. Yeah. No. 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 The judge said, well, this crime took place before the show. Yeah. So. 2012. Yeah. So how do you explain that? Like, like you're just being a criminal and then you're going to blame it on the future? Yeah. Yeah. The, um, her lawyer argued that she was her original fraud. Yep. She lied to herself for years. Um, judge brings up the acting job again. And then they go, the lawyer says, the path to truth is long and twisted. No, it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah, I stole money because I got caught up in it. And I thought I was invincible. And it's like the path to truth isn't long and twisted. The inside of people is long and twisted. Yeah. And Jen's fucked up in the head. Yeah. Oh, but. mm. And then. Okay. I can't remember this part, but an echo chamber of own denial. Wait, I literally wrote lost in an echo chamber of. And then I didn't finish it. Own denial. Own denial. Okay. An echo chamber of. So this woman has some good lines, like the whip of her own, whatever remorse, remorse the echo chamber of denial. This is, I mean, it was very Shakespearean. Yeah. And then, um, so then what changed her mind is she saw five government witness statements in July and saw the truth. And she was like, Whoa, I did do a crime. Yeah. And apparently she could no longer lie to herself. Uh Um, she found the truth, but what kills me is you can no longer lie to yourself because you realized, oh, I've been, I've been caught. Yeah. Like, and then the lawyer goes on to says, this started almost 25 years ago on an Hawaiian island and elders wanted her success. She got lost and the elders that she like conned helped her find the truth again. So basically her elders wanted success for her. She got success by stealing from elders she took everything from them, and she found the truth. Yeah. Guys, she was not going to stop. And I'm sorry, you don't get to, like, find yourself by stealing millions yeah. from others. That's just, like, not the way to do it. Well, and the judge interrupted her, like, the lawyer, after she said, like, the elders helped her find the truth. Okay. Do we need to pause? Yeah. Let's pause. So then, um... Is said in submission in court, never mentioned names. 
Oh, because the victims, there's like laws that forbid the victims' names from being published. Mm -hmm. So we'll never know their names. That's why it's like individual one and those things. Yeah, except the ones that did it on the Hulu documentary. Right. But this is where I was like, oh, this judge is pissed. Yeah. The lawyer stated submission was a response for her role, not remorse. Mm. I mean, I was like, that's when I started to think, oh, she's going to get it. Yeah. She is. Mm-hmm. I, the judge really wanted to know if she was remorseful or not. Yeah. And then the lawyer started again and <laughs> then was quickly interrupted again. Quickly interrupted. <laughs> um, the judge brought up her active role in hiding it and to not take responsibilities. So apparently she did so much to get away from it. Like, yeah. she saw other people getting arrested, and then she moved money to offshore accounts, started uh-huh. paying with cash. Like, oh, it Started was... putting everything on everybody else's credit cards. Yeah. She tried to hide from government after FTC shut down the trade floor, or the law enforcement shut down the trade floor. And there's an email that came up that says, email where she expresses astonishment and surprise at indictment of others. But kept going and hiding. Yeah. So she knew others were getting in trouble. Yeah. And she just, she was shocked, but she didn't stop. Um, and then the lawyer said in 2012, she wasn't a leader, but worked her way up because she's a hard worker. Yeah. It was like all about how she was such a hard worker. Like she started from the bottom. Now she's here. And it's like, as a con woman though. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, I don't think that's landing. And then, um, <laughs> remember when the lawyer go- argued that she was only looking at the good things her company was doing yes and then the judge goes what good things were telemarketers (laughs) doing when they called old as fuck people is what i wrote down yeah and like it was so confusing and this is when her lawyer started to stumble yeah like she really started to struggle here um and then i have written down brought up asking these elders about assets like what good is what good are you doing when you're asking right. these elderly people, what are your assets? Right. And the lawyer could not explain the reason. No. She had no explanation. She had nothing. And, um, but then the lawyer did say, apparently, it was originally a one-on-one coaching when she started. Mm-hmm. That was the good. She was coaching people how to advance their savings. Like, Increase her savings. But the judge also said, except for not one person that was victimized, not one person ever made any, like, positive money. No one made money. Nope. Not even from the coaching thing. Well, the judge goes on to tell the lawyer that she will have a very hard job explaining how this scheme had good to it exactly i mean the judge was still not buying he was like listen if you want if you have a tough job if you think that you're gonna convince Mm -hmm. me otherwise the smile on my face i know i like i wasn't like full-on like Mm -hmm. smiling but it's like i am loving this i am loving this i know it's so i was just like if we could have all been holding hands we would have but we were just writing so seriously like, at one point, I was just shaking my hand out. Yeah. And it looked like, because of where my hand was, I wanted to make sure it wasn't over Matt's lap. Because yeah, that would have right. <laughs> been awkward. Um, so, the lawyer did say this, basically explaining, where there is a new way to make money, corruption is not far behind. Mm-hmm. So, try to explain, I guess try to say it like, originally, this was a great way to make money. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in any job, corruption happens. I kind of agree with that a little bit because yeah. you're always going to have people that screw the system. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Always. Um, the plea to conspire 2012 to 2021. I don't know why I have that. A plea to conspire. So I guess this is um, how long I she think, was doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, lawyer keeps going back before 2012. Yeah, because that's the only time that's, like, got anything good yeah. for her. So, um... Arguing Jen Shaw didn't speak to any victims, just sent computer files. Right. And only saw them as computer files. Yeah. Like, she's like, to Jen, they were just, like, little files in the computer. And it's like, okay, that's worse, lady. That is so much worse. It's like, do you hate your client? 
and then convinced herself she didn't do the wrongdoing because she was only sending computer files. Right. Ugh. Only confessed because of the overwhelming amount of evidence. That's that's what the judge said. The judge yeah. said, listen, I guarantee you that the government's going to get up here and say that the only reason she changed her plea is because they have a ton of evidence against mm-hmm. her. And that's the only reason. Yep. Hearing witness statements is what did it. Mm-hmm. I think she saw the evidence because, oh, when the prosecutor got up and told, mm, um, then her lawyer goes, remorse can be genuine even if it shows up late. But then the judge, I mean, the judge asked again, is she remorseful? Mm-hmm. Like, there is still so much doubt. I did like that line, though. Remorse can be genuine even if it shows up late. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I do agree. Then they said that she will celebrate her 50th in custody. And then I saw someone on Instagram go, she lying about her age. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it's like, that was like a weird thing because did then the judge goes, well, how old is she? And she's like 49. And it's like, okay, yeah, she's going to spend a little more than just one birthday yeah. there. Like, let's not act like, okay, so her team took the stand at 1043. They were up there for 30 minutes, over mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so her lawyer goes on to say, Jen will once again make her elders proud. The judge doesn't buy the remorse plea. Mm-mm. He is not buying it. And my God, if anyone watches what we do in the shadows, mm-hmm. there is um, Colin Robinson, who's an energy vampire. And like, he basically, <laughs> there's one episode where everyone's arguing and like nothing's gone their way. And he is just like, like almost having an out of out of body experience. He is just so giddy. He's like, <gasps> <laughs> that's how I was feeling when I'm like, oh my god, this judge is. I was Lay loving it. Um, I have in here the highest sentence, eighty seven months. So I guess he already decided he was going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knew what he was going to do. Um, but oh, the highest sentence was for the co-conspirators yeah the other people Mm -hmm. so so far at this time the highest sentence was 87 months and the judge goes on to say even with all these other sentencings happening jen shaw kept it up Mm -hmm. she kept going and the lawyer claimed denial and then she brings up the press Mm -hmm. how because the judge was asking how do you know how do we know she's not going to do this again? Blah, blah, blah. And the lawyer goes, the press making a job of letting the world know and claims because of Jen Shaw's fame, it will give a big warning to other people. Yeah. So she doesn't need a long sentence because her fame will. Right. <laughs> it was weird also because the way that like Priya was saying it, it was like she was saying, you know, the the paparazzi will keep her accountable. And it's like, yes. no, it's not really our job to keep this woman from stealing from people. Like, uh, no. Like, can you not? I <laughs> Did anyone read this before you started speaking on it? Like, it was. Mm-mm. And then her lawyer was saying that Jen Shaw was having feelings of terror, shame, and remorse. Mm-hmm. So then at 1117, the government takes the stand. And... Oh my god. Again, I'm attracted to power. Yeah. He was short like his went quickly though. I mean, he but he didn't need to go on and on and on. He was right. not interrupted. I think he was interrupted once. once. Yeah. Um, but the government starts and says Shaw just selling lists, argues, ran on floor. Like she ran the floor, she hired people, she trained people. She was not just selling lists. Right. She And she picked and shoot picked and chose mm-hmm. who got these lists mm-hmm. and and the government said that they Jen would make sure that these people had already been scammed before because they had a higher chance of being successfully scammed again awful and the you know the prosecutor said she was in New York half the year teaching people she uh-huh. wasn't just sending files yeah she was teaching everyone and she did like trainings on this yeah. exhibits like yeah. she did a full thing of this is how you do yeah. it she taught salespeople like how to fight refunds right and chargebacks like no it's once so they got you they weren't getting out and so he agreed at 2012 was at bottom worked way up and then 
he said Jen Shaw worked hard to make as to make as much money as she could for herself, and she had the most power in the scheme. Multiple people were arrested who were small potatoes, didn't know each other, but brought up Jen Shaw's name. Yeah. Like, when that was said, it's like... That's when my mind changed, and I was like, oh, this is going to be 10 years. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And they had text messages showing her laughing at victims, including an 80-year-old crying, mm-hmm. asking, did you get her to stop crying? Yeah. And one of, did you make her fall in love with you? hmm And... um. The government argued she always knew she was doing wrong, but she doubled down. Yeah. People were getting arrested. She kept going. She opened overseas accounts. She paid with cash. She did everything. And the government said they had never seen such an effort to see someone avoid getting in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Because it was like she covered it up in so many crazy ways. It was like she's inventive. That's how you know she's a con woman. The government said they've seen nothing like it for the way for her to evade the law. Right. And um, there is not one communication from Jen Shaw of her expressing remorse. Right. At all. At all. At all. And the prosecutors stated that the government evidence would have been devastating. Mm-hmm. It. I wish this would have gone to trial. I'm kind of glad it didn't just because It sounds fun, but it also sounds like the first week and a half would be, like, the most lame thing ever. Like, how do you call someone? Where'd you get these lists? You know? Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be juicy like Johnny Depp. (laughs) But they said the trial would have lasted a month at least. Oh, at least. At least. Just for their side. They had hundreds of exhibits, and then I put 3,500 from phone alone. Um, That's how many pages they got out of her phone alone. Gee, I can't even imagine. I mean, that is incredible yeah and then it said Shaw was texting co-conspirators about proceedings from last five years yeah so she knew what was going on she knew what was going on and she knew what she was doing a mistake is not day in day out for 10 years when the government said that so this wasn't a mistake she did it every day for 10 years a mistake I wish I had that piece of paper I lost that one piece of note but they said something along the lines of like um, a mistake is something that you like do quickly and you learn from. and you learn from it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oops, I, maybe you steal from a store. Okay. That could yeah. be considered a mistake. Yeah. But habitually stealing hundreds of people's money hundreds of times for mm-hmm. years isn't a mistake. That's... And to find the victims. Yeah. It wasn't just any randoms. She went, she hunted. She hunted for them. Um, it said she was defrauding knowingly. Mm-hmm. And again, I looked at Jen Shaw, did not move. No. At all. Um, and then it said no defendant in this case avoided FTC by telling people to lie. Yeah. She took steps to evade. Um, and the government goes, she is not easily deterred. No. And judge said it's over for her being... He, he referred to her as Shamazing. Shamazing. That's, oh my God. That's when. That made up for when he said that it was all fake. Yeah. I was like, okay, you're back on my good side. Yeah. He, maybe that's where people laughed. Maybe. I think that's where yeah. it was. Because the judge said it's over for her being Shamazing. Yeah. And I, <laughs> people did laugh at that one. That's like a crazy thing for a judge to put on the record. Like. That's kind of fun. I love that. And then there's text of her mocking victims, and the government's like, she is the worst of all of them. Mm -hmm. And she had tentacles and cell floors across the country, training on how to better defraud people. She even had her own. Yeah. No other defendants live life of luxury. So I guess a lot of the other co-conspirators were like drug addicts. And I think that's reflected in their sentences. Like, they're drug addicts with a past, a criminal history, and Jen is... Clearly having some medical issue that she doesn't want because there's so many sealed documents. Like, I'm assuming it's medical records because, like, a judge would pretty much let anything out in the public. Yeah, but medical is HIPAA. Yeah, but medical, they would. I mean, there's no point to that. No. To letting us know. But she did, the government argued that she didn't need the money due to Coach's career. Right. That she didn't even have to work if she didn't want to because Coach made enough money to support a family. Mm Mm-hmm. And they said the post-arrest conduct government wanted to be considered. You know, she's out there denying Partying. everything. 
The government wanted 120 months, mm-hmm. and they stated she should not receive less due to conduct. Mm-hmm. Um, acts of concealment, obstructions, co-defendant to lie in disposition. I mean, so she was telling people what to say. Yeah, she was telling I mean, people what to say. This is why I'm like, holy crap, she's getting 10. Oh, yeah. We all thought in our row she's getting double digits. I thought as soon as this happened, I was like, yeah, absolutely, double digits. Yeah. The government clearly has so much information about Jen Shaw and her involvement in this case. And I found every single argument that they had so compelling. And the amount of evidence that they claim that they have is just astronomical. And it'll be interesting. Next week, um, we are going to sit down again, Leah and I, and discuss what Jen had to say for herself when she stood up to address the court. It was really crazy. And Leah has very detailed notes on what was going on, what did people's faces look like, who was around, etc., and so forth. And so make sure that you tune in next week to hear the rest of the hearing. It obviously has to just be broken down into so many parts because there's just absolutely endless things to talk about. Um, please go follow Leah at Classic Sky Tops on Instagram. Um, check out our podcast together called Can We Talk About? And make sure you're following Allegedly Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. And go ahead and leave a five-star review about, I don't know, just like how much you learned and how fun this was. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Allegedly Bravo podcast is hosted, produced, and researched by Lauren Peavy House. Allegedly Bravo is available anywhere you listen to podcasts and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without consent. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps me out. This podcast is made available by the lawyer or legal expert for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there's no attorney-client relationship between you and the podcast publisher. Allegedly Bravo podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Got it? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.